resurrection of Jesus Christ. At this holy time, we pray that God will heal the sick and comfort the heartbroken and bless our heroes. As American families look forward to Easter, we're reminded that our story ends not in despair, but in triumph and renewal. Very appropriate, isn't it? Uh, but we're really getting to the point. Yesterday, I directed Secretary of Agriculture Sonny, to Perdue, Sonny Perdue to uh, but we're really getting to the point. Yesterday, I directed Secretary of Agriculture Sonny, to Perdue, Sonny Perdue to expedite aid to American farmers. And Secretary Perdue will be using all of the tools at his disposal to develop a program, and very quickly, of at least $16 billion to provide relief for farmers, ranchers, and producers impacted by the coronavirus in this time of and we're going to have an announcement on the World Health Organization sometime next week. Great news. And uh, we built those hospitals in 12 states and the District of Columbia using the Defense Production Act. And we used it like a hammer. A lot of the media said, oh, we weren't using it. We used it like a hammer to appoint this max. And, and they've done a good job. They really have done a good job, with few exceptions. And in terms of a person's freedom, we're going to take a look at that, a very strong look at it. We'll let you know pretty soon. And I have Brand question. new, yes, please. So can you explain why it is appropriate in the middle of a pandemic to be talking about cutting or eliminating funding for the World Health Organization? Well, we're going to talk about the WHO next week in great detail. I didn't want to do it today. If you reopen the country in May and there's a new outbreak or a spike in infections, are you open to the idea of shutting the country down again? Depending on the outbreak, yeah. You would be Depending. Okay. I mean, and that's happened, as you know, with a couple of countries. You know what I'm doing? I'm watching uh, other countries. Uh, in many cases, they're ahead of us from the standpoint that it attacked them before us. It hit them first. And I'm watching what's happening with respect to certain other countries, some of them obvious, some of them less obvious, and what they're doing and the success that they're having. And that's going to play a large uh, part of the role. I'm also, we're also setting up a, uh, a council of very, very uh, great doctors and business people. We're going to be announcing it on Tuesday. Uh, of some great people. The, the economic task force. There's a second task force? Beyond, this is beyond economic. This is really, I, I call it the opening our country task force or opening our country council so we don't get it confused with Mike's task force, which has done so great. Uh, and we're going to have the great business leaders, great doctors. We're going to have a great group of people. We'll probably do it by teleconference because we don't really want them traveling in for their own purposes. I don't think it would look good also, but we don't want them traveling in. So we'll do teleconference. We did one the other day with the banks, and it was very successful, the teleconference itself. And uh, we'll be announcing names on Tuesday, who's on that. And that'll play a role, but ultimately I have to make that decision. And then I'll have to make a decision. Do we close a little area that's a hot spot? I, I do say this, Jim, I want to get it open as soon as possible. This country was meant to be open and vibrant and great, not where people are you know, staying in. I would love to open it. I'm not determined anything. The facts are going to determine what I do. But we do want to get the country open. So important. So I'll have a, a task force. I'll have a council. It's going to be announced on uh, Tuesday mm -hmm. with uh, names that you have a lot of respect for, a lot of great names.
different businesses, different people. Bipartisan? Uh, top, uh, bipartisan. I, I didn't even ask. I mean, honestly, I think it's bipartisan. The one thing I didn't ask, are you Republican or a Democrat? Hard to believe, but I didn't ask. Uh, so it would be. And I want their views on what they think. Also, very important, different parts of the country. Because you go to the Midwest, it's different than... Uh, the American people have been so disciplined. Uh, it's been my honor to be their president. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I'll say it always. It's been, it's been my great honor to have been their president. And uh, I have a big decision coming up. And I only hope to God that it's the right decision. But it'll be based on... Um, the input from a lot of very talent, talented people, very smart people, and people that love our country. Thank you all very much. Thank you. Hey, guys. I wanted you guys to hear that this is uh, this was the put together by this wonderful patriot at Santa Surfing Beach broadcast. Um, hey, I'm Melissa, Red Pill the World, and we're, we've got, we're going to celebrate Resurrection Day together. Um, yeah, I had a video yesterday, and so today we're going to talk about what happened actually after he rose and they got that he revealed himself to them. And so, you know, so many, so many similarities. All right. So, um, but I wanted you to see this and I wanted to just, just talk about a couple of the little snippets in here because this is, I'll tell you this, I would love to sit and listen to the president every minute of the day. And I, you know, some of these things, pieces I had missed. I'm so thankful for patriots who put these things together because it's, he's everywhere. He's constantly, he just cannot keep up with him at all. All right. So let me see. Yeah. Of course the story ends in triumph and renewal, this renewal. And, and, and for those of you who know about Nasara that we've been waiting on, I'm going to talk a little bit about that and direct you to some, some channels so that you can get more understanding of that. But this is really what this is about. And it's already happening. Pieces of it have already have already been rolled out. Um, so it just like just like with the the Great Awakening and just like with the the age of the millennial reign, it doesn't happen just in one day. It's it's like the dawn. It just gets brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter to its full fully day. Okay. So he also talked about. Let's see. I don't want to miss anything that she had said. Okay. Oh, the DPA. We're going to talk, I'm going to show you a little few more snippets, but the the bottom line is the DPA, remember how it's the P, it's the Domestic Production Act or whatever it's called, but bottom line that if we're in the middle of a crisis, that the our, our president has the right to call upon the, these companies to, to require that they produce whatever. And so, you know, you know, you normally think of it, oh, because we need masks or we need whatever. Okay, we need guns or whatever. But what if he called on the banks to loan money to the people, to regular people, and this that we end up <laughs> siphoning all of the money because the the banks that's where all the gold is. I mean, that's where the all this money is in the for the Federal Reserve, and that we would siphon all that money away to the people, and then we would basically have debt forgiveness. <laughs> I think that's what it's talking about. And they, they, you know, had this presser, this press conference. The, the media is there, and so they have to do this. It's they're mandated by the government. Plus, it was before everybody's watching. And he, he. It's anyway. I'll show you the video of that, so you can watch that video. So there's that. Let me see. 
Oh, relief for the farmers. This was so cool because, and uh, let me see if I can back up. To, anyway, did y'all see that? So some of the relief for the farmers. And I ha I didn't know about the inception of Nasara. And if you're new to Nasara, I'll, I'll tell you about that in just a second. But uh, a little snippet of it. But the Nasara was instituted by these farmers who said, this is our constitutional right. This is our, you know, we need to be, pro you know, uh, go back under constitutional government and it was it was bottom line it was done by the farmers and i didn't realize that you know especially these ones who were held up in the that whole big thing in the was it arizona a few years ago where you know, there was a standoff between the farmers and the ranchers and then the and the federal government and you know most of us i, you know, I didn't know have really an understanding of it was something that they were caught, you know wanting their rights but I didn't understand what it was and that how that played a role in 9-11 because this was supposed to be rolled out on the 9-11 on that morning. And that all of that, you know, where we were going to get the money that had been stolen from us, we were going to get it back. And that was what 9-11 was about was they were stopping that from happening. So President Trump, you know, because the, you now knowing now what we know about how entrenched this deep state is and how evil they are it, they would never agree to such a thing we've had to force this them to do this kicking and screaming right so anyway i thought that yeah he brought up the farmers he's giving them honor for the uh with the role that they played in this okay sorry i'm keeping on finding i want to okay what was this one Sorry, hang on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it, pause it so I can find out, because I don't wanna forget it to tell you. All right, so the WHO, what is he gonna talk about this next week? We already know that he removed the funding. And he says, we're, you know, he always says it like, oh, we're, we're, we're removing it and we're gonna be talking about it. Well, we're not gonna give him one more nickel because these people are terrorists. They're, they're uh, damaging just the, the health of the people all over the world, and that's the end of that. <laughs> And it has to do with Gates and all that. So and he said there's, you know, we'll be talking about them next week. And I guess this, you know, this plays a big part in, you know, this meeting on Tuesday with this council. This is really, he's not necessarily calling it a Nasara council, but that's what it is. It's a, it's a council to start our government, uh, redo our, our, our government, where, where it's a true sovereign nation amazing all right so this one okay i'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you let me up we just stop <clears throat> i'll go ahead and stop and talk about nasara nasara and this is just a very very brief explanation of nasara it it, it ceases illegal military occupations we're already seeing that that um the the you know, our military has been coming back from all over the world. We're not occupying all these places. We're not having war with North Korea. We're not having war with Russia. We're not having war with Syria. We're not having a war with Iran. We're not having war. The only war we're having is against the deep state. And in the, the day of us occupying places so that we can protect uh, poppy fields that come over and you know, basically the drugs end up poisoning people all over the world. That day is over. Okay. They've used our military people you know, uh, under our noses, we didn't know what they were doing for all these years. So that's ceasing. Abolishes IRS, income tax, and Federal Reserve. And I was just going to show you the video about a little bit more about how we're going to be able to siphon off and bankrupt the Federal Reserve because this is the, the big banks are, this is this whole money changers network of, of cabal that controls the money throughout the world. Uh, amazing.
amazing. And all this income tax had been paid directly to them. You guys know that most of you. And, um, and so that's stopping. We're going to have a flat tax. It is going to be on luxury, new luxury items. Boom. Um, abolishes the IRS. That's what I was saying the other day. Don't pay your taxes. <laughs> and y'all got bail money for me in case they come and throw me in the slammer. Anyway, um, uh, returns us to constitutional law. I had a tweet. I just talked about that uh, the other day about, and I put it on a video about the, the, um, the act of 1871 when we went, you know, we lost our sovereignty and they changed our constitution to be in a corporation. And so this will reestablish that we are under constitutional law. It also enables alternative energy. So get ready as well as so many cures, all these patents being released, everything that has been hidden from us because we're still living, living, hobbling along on technology from years and years and years ago. Yes, we have cool iPhones, but the only reason they released that is so they could spy on us. Um, but that, that all these, these technologies will be released, uh, forgives all debts. That's amazing. Um, so there's more to go into on that, but I'm not going to go into it now. Uh, removes all elected officials. Now that's the one that worries me. <laughs> that's the one that worries me because he said at this point, let me see if I can. Okay. He's got, he's talking about the council and all the council, the council, the council. And then he talks about American people have been so disciplined. It's been my honor to be their president. He says that, Twice, it's been my honor to have been, I think he said to have been their president. That worries me. I, you know, I was just talking to the Lord about that just before I came on here. And he's like, just trust the plan, Melissa. Trust the plan. Because the reality is I don't want anybody but him. <laughs> I don't. So I'm just, I, I think that if, let's just say, okay, let's just say that if this is, if he was removed as well as all the elected officials, which is a, that's gigantic, but it has to happen because imagine in your town, we are infested by this virus all over these people, these people, we need every one of them to out. We need them all out. We need them out. We can't keep going. And it would take, a million years to remove these people. You know, I think of people in my town, it's just like, we cannot do anything in our town because we've got so many bad guys in the city council and the school board and all that. And so, yeah, to remove all of the elected officials, elected government officials, <laughs> that's what's gotta happen. It's gotta happen. So, that means him too. <laughs> so I don't. So you know that then the elections have to take place within 120 days. So yeah, I don't know, y'all. Brave new world where we go one, we go all. We're going to have to, you know, step by step trust the plan. And I know, you know, he would be. We'll elect him immediately. We'll elect him back tomorrow, <laughs> right? We will elect him if that was the case. I don't know how this is going to go. I need to do more research on it. You guys can put links below if you've got some really good places and stuff. I don't want to say a bunch of fake news, but anyway. Um, so, um, but then we would be able, because we can, elections, elections. what big deal is it we have an election if the people are so brainwashed they keep re-electing re the bad guys? 
that are that are all in cahoots makes me crazy so what would have to happen before we'd have the elections is we'd have to have a an awakening where people understand who who are the bad guys and what they've been doing and that these will be removed from us and you know is this is this happened it seems to me that well, that's what he's talking about it just that's what it seems to me and so we to get us to the point within 120 days with four months to have another election to 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 get all these to get new truly good patriots in place you know people are going to have to come to a, an understanding of what's been going on so we've got a we you know we've got a big we've got a lot going in, in the next few months and it's you know anyway we'll see it's we've never done this before <laughs> the plan to save the world is not just about a uh, uh um getting these 160,000 indictments and these people you know in gitmo it's it's bigger okay equal distribution worldwide and i want you to think about this because i always hear oh well that's not fair you know we don't want you know equal, we don't want to be communism this is not communism this is where like when did you guys see the videos of the people who were saying where we go one we go all you know from ghana or from nairobi or all these places and it's not fair how they've been treated and they've been you know just left to be just in poverty stricken and where they don't have access to equality that's not fair and that's what it's talking about is where there's it's not the haves and the have nots it's that there's freedom uh, for everyone to do well and that's what we want we want everyone to be able to do well and for there it not to be the system to be rigged okay that's what it's talking about so don't come at me with oh people are going to be lazy no they're not that's not what the that's not what this great awakening and the millennial reign is all about where people you know there's like five people working and everybody else is you know staying home watching tv <laughs> that's not what it's about okay this is that's the reason one of the reasons probably that he waited all this time we had to get to the point where people were ready to take ownership of the world to take dominion just as he told adam adam was not ready to do that he was not ready six thousand years ago but we're ready now that's that's ready or not we are we're gonna have to give me ready establishes peace throughout the world all humanity forever carefree yeah welcome to the golden age and and carefree does not mean i'm not carefree if i sit home and you know eat bonbons and just watch tv you know to, what the point about the great awakening is that we all get to do the things that will that we were intended to do that we were created to do that we'll be able to do the things that that we're, we're for our highest and best purpose right and, and like y'all know i don't monetize this channel i'm not making money on this i'm just doing this because this is what the lord put has put in my heart and it's very fulfilling whenever you do what the lord has intended for you and you're you're able to use your your talents in the best way and for each one of us, you know, ask the Lord, you take the time and ask him, what would it be that you would want me to do to use the skills, use the, the gifts and the talents that you've given to me to, so that I can be at my highest and best purpose, right? And, and be, that's what carefree is. You know, I, you know, I, I enjoy, y'all know, y'all seen all the different things that we do around our home and, and, you know, I get to redo something and, and you know, it's, sometimes it's a lot of work but I love it. I love doing it. That's that same kind of thing where everyone feels like they're getting to do what they're 
intended for, the, the, their highest purpose, okay, of how God intended them. All right, so so let's go back to this thing about, he, there's a video on her channel, Santa surfing, and I wonder if she's related to JFK Jr. because this whole Santa thing, but I'm not going to go into all that. But um, Trump traps the banks, and that's the one where, talk, where they went, went up there to this meeting, and they thought, oh, we're going to be able to get this big money from, from the government, we'll have a, a, this is payday, and he trapped them because they all were before uh, the news media, and this is all on the news, that they're going to help the, the people. <laughs> And they get, oh, here, we're going to, we're going to give you money. Here, she's talking about, we're going to give you money so, you know, you can help the people. It turns out they get like $100,000 for one entire institution. Well, that's nothing. That's nothing, right? And so, but basically, it's going to drain the financial swamp. Yay. All right, so she's going to, I'm just going to play just a little bit, and then you can go, when you have time to go and listen to this for predominantly payroll due to job losses. That loan is forgiven provided the business keeps their employees and stays in business and keeps their operation going and 75% of that particular loan must be used solely for uh, payroll purposes. Now, I mentioned yesterday the interest rate was 0.5%. I did get corrected, so my, my bad for that. It is 1%. The initial interest rate is 1%. So if we calculate that 2.2 trillion, multiply it by 1%, it comes out to $20 million. That's $20 million split between all SBA institutions. It conservatively, let's say there's 200. That means it is only $100,000 per institution not per branch but institution now I also heard that they are getting charged they are charging five points but remember these loans are forgiven so there's a bigger picture and we got to think these loans are forgiven at some point at some point based upon Nasara the, the debts would be forgiven okay the debts would be forgiven and the people would be you know all so basically the Federal Reserve would be left holding the back <laughs> the bag <laughs> Yeah, they realize they have gotten. Yeah, they they're in a they're in a, in a real tangle. This is the Trump card, and this is you know this is a lot about this happened you know right in this this week to remember. There you go. So we'll have to watch and see. And they're not happy. They were happy going into the meeting and not so happy going out. <laughs> You cannot trust Trump if you're a bad guy because he's not a bad guy. <laughs> I love it. All right. So then this, this, uh, I have not watched this one, but I think this is where she talks about how to fill out these forms. So basically if you want to go and get, uh, you know, a loan that's going to be forgiven, you can fill out this SBA and EIDL. This you'll be the helping to drain the, drain the federal reserve. <laughs> that's what's happening. That's what's happening. You can listen to this and, and see what you think. All right. So then, okay. So here she goes into all the details, not all the details, but a lot of details about what Nasara is. So if you want to watch that one, she does a really great job on that too. All right. I think that's everything I wanted to talk about, about that. Um, I really don't know about this channel, this one yet. I'll, I'll uh, research it. There's a lot of fake news about Nasara because they wanted us, they, they always wanted to misdirect us on stuff. But, um, you know, I'm going to be doing more research on it, specifically in two things about the inception of it with the farmers and the, the, the ranchers, if you guys have information for me on that, as well as, you know, what does that mean as far as President Trump's big decision to make? Does that mean, I hate him saying I've, I've, it's been good to have been your president. That just makes me scared, but I'm not, I'm going to just be calm. 
I'm going to put my trust in the plan, trust in the Lord. And, you know, but, you know, I know for one, I'll vote him in, you know, the next day. So, you know, how that may be what he's talking about, that he would have to step down and be reelected. I don't know. Am I freaking y'all out? Okay. I should probably <laughs> edit that out because I don't want to freak y'all out. Bottom line, we trust the plan. We trust the plan. We trust the plan. This is a brave new world. And I, I, let me just tell you this. I don't trust government anyway. The only one I trust is President Trump. <laughs> I just trust him. I really do. He's proven himself. Now, he, they, this, this video, she was uh, going into the subpoenas. So imagine they thought, oh, everything's good. We're going to have a great weekend. And, and all of a sudden, someone knocks at the door and issues them a subpoena to, to appear in court because they did this FISA to, to spy on Trump. They all signed all this. Dana Buente and James Comey and Rosemary Collier and Andrew McCabe and Raymond uh, Deary, Deary, whatever, Rod Rosenstein, Sally Yates, and, and Conway, Michael Mussman, all these people all these judges, all these people in the FBI, all the the attorney general, uh, acting attorney general and all that, they, they signed off on this to spy on the president and to try to remove him. And so this is treason. And they're going to have, when they're subpoenaed, they, it doesn't say that they were indicted. They were, had received a subpoena to appear and give an answer. And they've never had to do that before. And always in the in the past, they always had someone behind them who supported them, who they knew it didn't matter what they said or did because they were always going to get off scot free, right? But not them, not now. And they realized this this whole thing, their whole web has crumbled. That's why it's taken so long, you know, to get the people out of there in order to get to this day. And it's. You, if you ever need to, to say trust the plan, you look at the fact that he told us all this time ago that it was going to be uh, 4-10-20, and sure as the world, it was 4 How about that? Happy Easter. Happy Easter. All right. So um, FISA indictments equal the start. Okay. So it's like the, the, the dominoes fall. So it, it, from what we can tell, you know, they weren't indicted. Yeah, they were just subpoenaed, but that's, you get subpoenaed, and then when you go and give an answer, and it doesn't hold water, and the whole American people are like, this is ridiculous, you people are criminals, then we can do the indictments, okay, it has to be, yeah, so, so he's just exposing all of them, okay, and we're kind of at the point in the movie in The Wizard of Oz, where they pull back the curtain, they're like, you guys, we see you back there, how you been pulling the levers. All right, so now, okay, so now we're going to jump into our um, our Easter uh, celebration. All right, so I wanted you to know about some things that happened right after. I think I have my, my things out of order. All right, so uh, so we know that you know, what happened with Jesus. I told you a little bit of the story, and not every piece of it, but um, of how he, he died. And now, you know, he's been in the grave. He's been in the tomb. He's, he, he rose. You know, he saw Mary. You know, was, Mary Magdalene was the first one to see him. And now the guys are, he, there's a, he told them, wait, tell them to wait. I'm going to see them. Okay. And I'm going, to, you know, just to, to sit tight. Well, they go in their upper room, in some kind of room, whatever. And they're all in there quiet and waiting and it's, it's so much like this, like us, you know, we're in our houses with our doors closed. Now, then they were had their doors locked because they were, they didn't know 
They'd just seen what they had done to Jesus, the bad guys had done to Jesus, and they did not want that to happen to them. So they were scattered, they were freaked out, but now they're joined back together. They had scattered, but now they've come back together, right? Now they're in this room, the doors are locked, and so Jesus is going to appear right in their midst, and there he is. There he is. Can you imagine just in your house, and all of a sudden Jesus is like, hey! <laughs> And just like what and so you know doubting thomas that's when he put his hands in the side he wasn't there the first time jesus appeared then the second time he appeared at the doubting thomas he says because jesus had heard him jesus heard him saying i'm not gonna believe it until i put my hands in his side and and see the nail holes in his hand and so when he came back this, the next time and and um, and thomas was there doubting thomas was there jesus was like oh hey thomas you want to see my hands? Come on. <laughs> He's like, oh, you heard me. <laughs> he hears it all, you guys. So I'm just saying. I'm just saying. He knows all the everything. Yes. Yeah, so he's like, come put your hand right here. You'll see where they pierce me. All that. Yeah. So this video right here, Jesus's resurrection appearances is good for that. If you want to see that one, Jesus resurrection appearances, I'll put a link below, as I always do. If you're ever looking for something, you don't have to ask me if I put everything in the description box below. Okay. I always, always do that, whether it's the MMS drops or whatever. Okay. So, um, all right. So then this one though, I'm going to show you, I'm going to show you, do I show you the video first or do I read the story to you first? Y'all tell me here by, by show of hands, what should I do? I guess I'll read it to you first. Okay. And then we'll get to watch the movie together. All right. So, okay. So in this movie, uh, and this on this part of the story so he's already appeared to the disciples in the upper room and this is all the scuttlebutt like jesus was killed we were all sad and the story is that he appeared to the disciples it's like just like with us in the q movie we're like did y'all hear about this did you hear about the subpoenas did you hear and we're all just trying to put it all together right oh q posted did you hear about this that and the other so now there these two of these guys are on their way to this town called emmaus nearby it's about seven miles from jerusalem now i'll give you a cute clue the same day two of the jesus followers were walking to the village of emmaus seven miles from jerusalem the seven was like why do you even give that information it's like with q why did q give well future proofs past right so seven miles from jerusalem is is a code for when is this going to happen as far as the revealing it's seven on the seven thousandth year so we've we have completed two thousand years from adam to abraham we have two the next age was a abraham to jesus the next year next two thousand was from jesus to now that was six thousand years we've completed six thousand we're starting the seven thousandth year okay this is the seventh day which is the day of rest which is the day of jubilee the day we get to take a break from all these all the being enslaved and working and working and working and working for six days you shall do all your work and the seventh day is masara or jubilee you guys this is biblical did i tell you that before this is biblical if you're new here we're fighting armageddon
We're kicking out the beast and the false prophet. We are, we're about to enter into a thousand years of, of peace. And if you haven't seen my book, I want you to check this out. This is my book, Q and on and a thousand years of peace. Number one bestseller. And so we are, we are winning and we are, uh, that's what we're doing. We're taking down this beast and we're taking the kingdom of Christ by force. That's why we're here on the Freedom Force Battalion. All right. So make sure to like and share and subscribe so that people will see this is biblical. This is what it is to be biblical. That's my role in it. There's so many people who are great at Nassara or they're great at, uh, you know, the, 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 the storms or they're great at the, uh, you know, so many different things. But my role is to show how this is biblical i have 300 and something videos on opening up that tons of scripture where it says this would happen they lied to us in church but this is this is the truth this is the truth you know they kind of they lie they fudged <laughs> they misdirected and i've also got this book i'm going to link below because this is one of if if this is just a free book that you guys can have i wrote this book and um I love it. I love this book. I think this is one of my favorite books to ever write. And it's got his, those nine people. Remember I told you yesterday, the people, nine people who met Jesus, who actually experienced, you know, getting to meet him and, and, and putting yourself in those people's shoes and imagine what it would have been like. And so this was just such a fun book to, 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 to write because it was just like, how would it have felt to be, uh, you know, Nicodemus? How would it have felt to be, the, the Syrophoenician woman, how would it have felt to be the blind man and just putting myself in that person's shoes and put and writing it kind of almost in, you know, first person type of thing. So anyway, um, so we've got that, uh, so I'd like share. Oh, and I also have these scripture songs while I'm here. I'll just tell you about those. I have sung for a, a, a scripture memory club. I did a lot of scripture songs. So I have the new King James ones. Um, I'm sorry, I said the wrong. The NIV ones available on CD, and so you guys can have them for five dollars. That's that's cost. So, anyway, all right. So now, back to what I was talking about. Back to this. Back to that. Okay. So, isn't that a cool Q code? Seven miles. Just a little bitty hint right there. But if you're reading carefully, you'll catch it. This is seven miles out from Adam. Seven miles, seven thousand years from Adam. This is with all that. That's one thing they did say that 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 Christ's return was imminent. Okay, and I'm going to show you some stuff here in a minute about about that. But all right, as they walked along, they were talking about everything that had happened. As they talked and discussed these things, Jesus Himself suddenly came and began walking with them. But God kept them from recognizing Him. Remember how I told you yesterday that He, Mary Magdalene, didn't recognize Him immediately. He was in disguise. But, I mean, he didn't have like a little glasses and a mustache or whatever. You know, he just, somehow or another, they could not see, they couldn't recognize that that was him. But God kept them from recognizing him. He asked them, what are you discussing so intently as you walk along? They stopped short, sadness written across their faces. Just like, they just, they're so confused and they're so sad because they thought for sure they knew how the plan was going to go. <laughs> Does that sound familiar? All this time, we're like, for sure, they're going to be arrested now, right? Just trust the plan, right? And they should have trusted the plan. They needed Q back then to trust, to tell them to trust the plan. Then one of them, Cleopas, replied, you must be the only person in Jerusalem who hasn't heard about all these things that have happened there the, the last few days. Have you been living under a rock? How do you not know what has been going on? He says, what things? He's just playing them. 
so funny. He's so funny. The things that happened to Jesus, the man from Nazareth, they said, he was a prophet. He did great miracles. He was a mighty teacher in the eyes of God and all the people. But our leading priests and other religious leaders handed him over to the committee, condemned to death, and they crucified him. We had hoped he was the Messiah who had come to rescue Israel. This all happened three days ago. All right, there's another clue. Did y'all catch it? Did y'all catch the other clue? You got to be listening. You got to be following. So now, first of all, they'd hoped. Their, their hopes are dashed because they didn't trust the plan. Their hopes are dashed. They're like, he must not have been the Messiah. He is the Messiah. You just don't understand the plan. You need to trust him and trust the plan. Did you not see him raise the dead? Come on now. Come on now. All right. So this happened three days ago. So let's look back at our little map that I was showing you guys. This is about the Hebrew calendar. This is the month of Nisan. Today is the 17th. This is Easter 2020. Um, this is the 17th of Nisan. This is right smack dab in the middle of Passover. Passover is is seven is a seven or eight day celebration, depending on where you are. But it, it started on Passover night, which was this year was last Wednesday and it goes through next Wednesday or some places Thursday. So we're right smack dab in the middle of it. And so three days from then, from, from the, like, he's like, he just, this just happened. They say he rose. We got out of town. <laughs> we're like, we're going to Emmaus. Let's get out of here. Cause this is too crazy. And so one, two, three would be basically the last day of Passover in most places. Generally it's seven days. All right. So yeah. So three days later. Are y'all with me here? So at the end, at the end of Passover, and if you remember me telling you, Passover is seven days because on the seventh day from when they left, when God's people left Egypt on the seventh day was when they got across the Red Sea and the bad guys, the Egyptian soldiers were cast into the sea and the water covered them over. And that was the end of that. And they were safe. I just find it very, very interesting that we're having this council on Tuesday. It's just so much symbolism, so much. It's like we're being set free from these money changers, these evil people. Unbelievable. Uh, all this, so much happening that, you know, identical. All right. So that happened three days ago. Then, so here they are on the last day of Passover and they're leaving, you know, or, or hang on, hang on. I'm, I'm sorry. Hang on. Did I say that wrong? They didn't leave town on the day of, let's see, what did they do? They left town on, let me, let me read it real quick. Let me make sure I know that I'm telling you right. Hold on. Okay. Yeah. So they were there, they were traveling on the last day of Passover. Okay. That's what they were doing. They were, they were traveling on the last day of Passover. So, um, it, yeah. So then some women from our group of his followers, uh, were at his tomb early this morning. Now this is a little tidbit, a little snippet. I'll share our group of his followers. So it, you know, you, you kind of in the, always get the idea that there were just 12 of them, uh, and maybe some women who were you know, being helpful for cooking and all that kind of thing, but it was a, a bigger group. There were 12 disciples. But there was a bigger group that would move around and, and, and all around to do with him. Okay, the entourage. Okay, so some women from our group of his followers were at his tomb early this morning. Now I'm confused again. I'm sorry, y'all. Hang on, let me read it one more time. All right, so it may be that they're talking about three days ago was when Jesus was put on the cross. 
and now he's risen from the dead. Okay. So then in verse 22, then some of the women from our group were at the tent early this morning and they came back with an amazing report. They said his body was missing and they had seen angels who told them Jesus is alive. Some of our men ran out to see and sure enough, his body was gone just as the women had said. And then this, obviously Peter and John who went out to see the tomb. And then Jesus said to them, you foolish people, you find it so hard to believe that all the, pro all the prophets wrote in the scriptures. Wasn't it clearly predicted the Messiah would have to suffer all these things before entering his glory? Come on, didn't you read this before? Then Jesus took them through the writings of Moses and all the prophets explaining from all the scriptures the things concerning himself. This is what would had to happen. It's kind of like, you know, what I get a, the uh, wonderful privilege of doing is going, going through all the Old Testament uh, prophecies that this day would come. When we would have this millennial reign of Christ on earth, we would, we would cast out the beast. Doesn't matter what the, how they lied to us about what it would be that we'd escape and all that. It, what it matters is this is what the truth is from God's word. This is the great promise of God that this day would come would be set free from our enemies. By this time they were nearing Emmaus and the end of their journey. And Jesus acted as if he were going on. He's a fooler. He's a tricker, right? And they begged him, stay with us tonight since it's getting late. So he went with them. As they sat down to eat, he took the bread and blessed it. And then he broke it and he gave it to them. Suddenly their eyes were opened and they recognized him. They recognized him. And at that moment, he disappeared. Ah! <laughs> right? Then he disappeared. Oh, why did you go now? And then they said to each other, didn't our hearts burn within us as he talked with us on the road and explained the scriptures to us? How did we not recognize him? Why didn't we know that this was him? They, want, they, they were drawn to him. They wanted to be near him, but they didn't have the faith, had whatever it was to recognize that was him. And yes, God, God hid it from their eyes. Okay. And within the hour, they were back on their way to Jerusalem. It was night. It was dark. They're like, we got to go back. We got to tell. And so they were, uh, there they found the 11 disciples and the others who had gathered, um, with them who said the Lord has really risen and he appeared to Peter. So, so they, they told, then they, then the two of the, uh, the two from Emmaus told their story of how Jesus had appeared to them as they were walking along the road and how they had recognized him as he was breaking the bread. Like in a Passover service. And just as they were, so they were celebrating uh, one of the nights of Passover together. And just as they were telling about it, Jesus himself was suddenly standing there among them. Now he's appeared again. He says, peace be with you. But the whole group was startled and frightened, thinking they were seeing a ghost. Why are you frightened? He said, why are your hearts filled with doubt? Look at my hands. Look at my feet. You can see that it's really me. Touch me. Make sure I'm not a ghost because ghosts don't have bodies as you see that I do. And as he spoke, he showed them his hands and his feet. Suddenly, still they stood there in disbelief, filled with joy and wonder. Then he asked them, do you have anything here to eat? He's not hungry. <laughs> he's going to show them he's flesh and bones. He's, he's glorified. But he's not a ghost. Okay. Do you have anything here to eat? And so they gave him a piece of broiled fish and he ate it as they watched. So they're like, is he going to be able to eat this food like a regular person? So he ate the food and it didn't fall out. He's <laughs> just, he's, he's, he's flesh and blood. He's, he's, he's the way he's the, has the body. If you remember me reading to you about, about, you know, the book of Adam and Eve the, uh, in the Apocryphal uh, YouTube channel, 
it, the book of Adam and Eve goes into the, they had different bodies back then. They, they, they were just, they were like golden bodies. Okay. Remember how Q's talked about gold and how they, they paint themselves gold. That's what it they we were before the fall. And so when Adam and Eve were, you know, whatever, when they came out of the garden there, there, everything changed. Right. So our bodies are, have deteriorated and all that, but then this new glorified body does not deteriorate. They gave him a piece of broiled fish. Okay. He said, when I was with you before, I told you everything written about me in the law of Moses and the prophets and the song must be fulfilled. And so then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures. And he said, yes, it was written long ago. The Messiah would suffer and die and rise from the dead on the third day. It was also written in this message in that this message would be proclaimed in the, in the authority of his name to all the nations beginning in Jerusalem. It was starting to Jerusalem and then Judea, which is kind of like County. And then to, uh, uh, Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, which is the neighboring, you know, like the northern tribes, and then to the uttermost parts of the earth. And that's what's happened. There is forgiveness of sin for all who repent. You are witnesses of all these things. Now I will send the Holy Spirit just as my father promised, but stay here in Jerusalem until the Holy Spirit comes and fills you with power from heaven. So there's a lot of things that I think that we, we are, that we're going to see fulfilled you know, I have a playlist that says we're seeing the, the Bible uh, before our very eyes is the name of my, my playlist. We're seeing all this before our very eyes. We're seeing Joshua break down the, the, the walls, you know, of Jericho and with the, and destroying the, the Canaanite cannibals. Okay. We're seeing, you know, and it was like, it was on the seventh day, right? Again with the seven. Uh, so, you know, that we know that this is, this is happening now. We're, we're seeing, you know, David killing Goliath with a stone, right? We're seeing, you know, all these, 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 uh, old Testament stories. And even now this new Testament story being fulfilled about, about him being revealed. Okay. So it, that made me think, well, well, I'm going to show you another passage about him, him being revealed. And, and the verses that couple of verses that talk about us looking forward to this day of his revealing. And, and not just of his revealing, but of our revealing. Okay. So before I do that, I'm going to just show you real quick this video that I, I, would, I wanted to show you guys. Okay. So here they are. Slow down. Slow down. We're far enough from Jerusalem. We're just, we're just two pilgrims on the road. If anyone asks, we were in Jerusalem for Passover. We, we heard of this Jesus, we saw him preaching in the temple, but, but we never saw him. Oh, a Galilean, so... Maybe, maybe we heard him preach, we heard he was from Galilee. Who's that you're talking about? Uh, Jesus of Nazareth. What about him? He was some sort of teacher. Some pilgrims thought he was the leader come to free us. So they said to us. He was condemned and handed over to the Romans. So? He was crucified. And now they said he's come back to life. <laughs> <laughs> you don't believe the scriptures. Why do you say this? Isaiah wrote that the Son of God will come to earth. You'll know human death at the hands of men. Surely Jesus told you these things would happen. 
I've heard such things. You're slow to believe. My brother's house is this way. Why don't you stop with us for some food? Come. Come and eat with us. What are you doing? This is the bread of life. This is my body, given up for you. This is my blood, poured out for the healing of others. himself to them how cool is that how cool is that so the reason i'm showing you this is because this is we don't always hear this story in, in easter and, and and enjoy that magical moment you know how how q said the last boom will be magical you guys i don't want to be slow to believe I do not want to be like these guys. Remember, did you see the look on their faces? Let me see if I can get back to their look on their faces. They're just like, you know, yeah, this is like, these can't seem to quite, you know, just they're so skeptical and they're so afraid to believe. I don't want to be like that. I want to be ready to believe. And uh, so just let's continue. You guys know that ever since I've been doing videos, there's certain things I've told you that I, I can't tell you. And so, yeah, this is where you have to ask the Lord, what is Melissa talking about in some of these videos? Okay. So let's, let's look at this one right here. And, and so, um, in time, this is why I say it's so important to have to, you know, have the word in you richly be in the word. And that's why the, having the Psalms has been so helpful for me because that's, that's, that's my, uh, what is the word? It's just that grounding so that it's there and available to me at all the time. So I can piece these things together. It's almost like I have, um, memorize the Q codes, okay? Because I've memorized so much of scripture. So anyway, so check out my my scripture songs. Or, or there's a ton of them online. You can listen to them on, online. Find YouTube channels. Just whatever way you can get a lot of the word in you. And if you look at here, if you look here at on BibleGateway.com, um, you'll see right here. You see at the top right here, you'll see that little uh, speaker, and you can you can listen to it yourself, you know, all the time, or on New Version Bible app on your phone as you as you drive down the road. All right, so verse twelve, um, he says we are instructed to turn from godly uh, from godless living and simple pleasures. We should live in this evil world with wisdom and righteousness and devotion to God. Clearly. 
while we look forward with hope to that wonderful day when the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, will be revealed. We know that one day he'll be revealed. We know that one day he'll be revealed. Could be soon. I'm going to, put, I'm going to try to find it in another version. Look at this one in the New American Standard. Looking for the blessed hope. This is our hope. Our hope is not just that these people will be thrown in prison. Our hope is not just that, you know, we'll have money in the bank and that we'll have a Nisara. Our, what is our hope? Our, the th with confident, hope is, it means confident expectation. It's not like, oh, I hope this will happen. No, no, no. Hope is confident expectation. What are we looking for? Because we know that this is the promise of God. This will happen. Our blessed hope, lots of you know, things that we're hoping for, and you know, we'll see our family members again and that, that kind of, but the blessed hope and the, is the appearing of the glory and of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, that he will appear and he will reveal himself. That's our hope. That's our, that's our hope. <laughs> that's our hope. And look what goes along with that. Look what goes along with it. This is in Romans chapter 8. Yet we, yet what we suffer now is nothing compared to the glory he will reveal to us later. I've actually read in other versions reveal in us that we have the spirit of God. We have the, the down payment of the spirit of God in us. This is what we have. And he's going to reveal what's in us, you know, who we are. Because, because we've been bought. We are redeemed. We're no longer earthly, worldly. We are redeemed by his blood and we are citizens of heaven now. Nothing, what we suffer now isn't even worthy to be compared to the glory he will reveal in us, to us, all around us, this whole thing. For all creation is waiting eagerly for that future day when God will reveal who his children really are. This is the NLT version. Um, he will reveal who his children really are. Against its will, all creation was subjected to God's curse. This is what happened when Adam and Eve sinned. He's like, I cannot let you live in this state, in this condition, and let this be an eternal condition. It's just going to get worse and worse and deteriorate. And, and like a, a walking dead, zombies, okay? Can't let that happen. So, so now you've got, we're subjected to this, okay? We, you know, the creation didn't do anything. The trees didn't do anything. Little buddy didn't do anything, you know? He's just a little puppy dog, right? Um, anyway. So it, all creation is having to bear this along with us, all of humanity, okay? Because we've all bitten the apple. But with, a, with eager hope, but with eager hope, the creation looks forward to the day when it will join God's children in glorious freedom from death and decay. Now, I think this is ultimately when after Gog and Magog and we have the new heaven and the new earth, okay, and the new bodies. And I don't, that's not happening right now. But it, this, is, this is, I think that what we are seeing is the revealing of who his children really are. This is what it's, what it's talking about here is this great revealing and the Lord's revealing, you know, who are his, 
who are his people. He's separating out the chick. All this from like the, the beast and the false prophet are have to be pulled at cold and out. And I think that's the whole part of this. The point of this, there a lot of these are in positions of authority, whether their CEOs have been called or the um, or these elected officials will be called. It's got to happen. So if that's what happens in the next week, don't panic. This is what's got to happen. Okay, we know that all creation has been groaning as in the pains of childbirth right up to the present time. Exactly what we've been talking about this childbirth, as I showed you on my video, uh, amazing sign of the Son of Man. This is the sign of the Son of Man where there's a birth. We're birthing this millennial reign. So definitely go and look at this. If you haven't seen this video, the amazing sign, and it's on, it's, it's 11, you know, 11, 11, whatever. I was like, so check, it's got a, another sign of judgment on that. So um, we know that all creation has been groaning as in the pains of childbirth right up to the present time. That's a clue when this would, when they would be revealed is when this childbirth happens. And we believers also groan, even though we have the Holy spirit within us as the foretaste of future glory. We, we have the, the foretaste, the, the, the down payment, like I was telling you, for we long for our bodies to be released from sin and suffering. And that will ultimately done, be done when we have our new bodies after Gog and Magog, which is after the thousand years of Christ. Satan comes out, there's another battle, and then we get our, our, the new heaven, the new earth, everything, everything is set right. Um, we too we wait with eager, eager hope for the day when God will give us our full rights as his adopted children, including the new bodies he has promised. We're getting a giant leap of, of, our, of our inheritance, but that final inheritance, I believe, is, is after the millennial reign. We were given this hope when we were saved. If we already have something, we don't need to hope for it. But if we look forward to something we don't yet have, we must wait patiently and confidently with hope, okay? So I just wanted you to hear that because this is the revealing there's so this revelation is is not just about that we're learning what evil stuff was going on we're learning about so much is being revealed the good things the cures who's who's the real who the white hats and who are the dark hats and revealing our lord jesus there you go there you go. I'm going to stop right now because that's really, really amazing. All right. That was everything. I basically, I wanted to share with you today. And I know, I think I, Oh, oh no, no, one more thing. Uh, Melania came on and uh, go on to the community page. Okay. So if, you, if you're on your laptop, you'll see home videos, playlist community. And she just posted a video uh, this morning, Easter morning about this bunny rabbit. And I think it's about the children and that this little bunny was, was in danger. And now the bunny is safe. It's a beautiful story, and I think it's a, it's a, it's it's for us, the ones of us who've been. Let me see if I can make it bigger. But you know how we've been fighting for these children, and I think that story is for us because of how hard we've been fighting for it. Isn't that beautiful? Isn't that great? So let's give thanks. Thank you again, Lord, so much. Thank you again, Lord, that you speak to us and you reveal yourself to us. And Lord, we just ask that you would help us not to be slow to believe, but to receive it by faith and to not be afraid. Um, no matter what happens, we will we trust your plan. We know this is, this is written in your word. This is written. You've written it in the stars that, that uh, the Q team knows about this and we're, they're, they're working your plan. It's your plan. They're working. And, and uh, we just trust that this is all going to be rolled out and it, we're going to be safe. Everything's going to be well. We're not going to let anything rattle us or worry us at all. We thank you, Lord, for this great resurrection. We look forward to this day when everyone in all humanity will be able to fulfill the role that, that you intended 
for each one of us to, to play and to get to, to fulfill the, this, this high calling that you have for us and that we're no longer be enslaved to this uh, suffering and groaning and travailing, but that we will be released into this liberty of the sons of God. We cannot wait to see this happen before our eyes. We're, we're so thankful we're seeing it rolling out and we just, we just are ready for the full dawning of this great day. We praise you, Lord. You are faithful to your promise. You are so awesome and we adore you. We thank you. We praise you all in your great name, Jesus. Amen. All right, guys, I love you. I'm going to jet. All right, I'll talk to you later.